I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Merry end of year, Matt. Happy end of year, Nate. What are we uh what are we doing? Uh we are here again uh for the Gamers 2 podcast. December 27th, the last podcast of the year. The last podcast of 2019. And forever, we're done. See you later. <laughs> we're uh, never going to make it to the new year. I can't wait till we blindside him with that one at some point. And we give up. No one listens. We quit. Nah, it'll just end. It'll just end. Right, we won't say anything. It'll <laughs> like, see like, you next week, and then there won't be one next week. Uh, the old, uh, I can't remember what the name of the, the movies, where to be continued, except... Yeah. Just never, never happens. There's no continue. Yeah, anyway. It is the last podcast of the year. It is. Which uh, makes it kind of a short one. It's not going to be short, but... It might be. It might be short. It might not be short. You'll have to find out. No, you got to... Mm-hmm. And don't look at that timestamp right now. Don't you... Don't just look, look away. Don't look at the timestamp. It's not fair if you already know the length before we say that joke. Anyway. I think we've only got like two news stories. I got a bunch of write-ins. Interesting. From people. Uh, specifically, one, two, three. Uh, do my math here. That's a, a, a minus three. 16, it looks like. Okay. Well, excuse you, mm-hmm. Origin Launcher. Uh, looks like 16 write-ins. Some, I think, are uh, step on the grounds of the other ones. It's, okay, you know, a little toe stepping, but we'll get to the two news articles and sixteen reader questions, and our game of the year will be in here, and some other things. We'll try to keep it all into one episode because I don't think we need to. Yeah, have two. Yeah, we don't have to. We don't have to. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Do that thing where you know you talk too much. Tangent, I guess, or verbal like, diarrhea. Yeah, like fluff. We don't need all the fluff in there. We get right to the point. Yeah, but we're not going to because speaking of the fluff, what have you been up to the last seven days? Listen, I'll tell you what I haven't been doing. That's playing video games. All right, fair no enough. No video game playing. Did the really? Did the uh, the Christmas thing? The Christmas bonanza. For the record, I did not pull this beer out of the fridge at the right time. Is we're, it? We're reaching the room temperature point. It's not good. It's getting worse. No, it, well, it needs to stay cold. Okay. Anyway. Um, yes. Did the gift giving. Gift exchange. Ah, yes. You Got take, a lot of clothes. One for you, two for me. One for you, two for me. 
And then, uh, or however you give gifts, I don't know. You know, uh, the significant other's father is home for a week or two, nine Time days. Time to build a new house. So, yeah, naturally, Samantha schemed. Um, <laughs> and I, you know, was told, informed that there was a bathroom remodel taking place within nine days. And, uh, so yeah, came home from work, you know, and there was, and there's no bathroom. And the ceiling of the downstairs bathroom is, is destroyed. Um, so now this is where we're at so far, the ceiling of the downstairs bathroom gone, the upstairs bathroom gone, nothing in it, (laughs) empty, zilch, nada. I have. A working toilet, which is good. Useful. A sink. And a bathtub, a clawfoot tub, which on the surface that sounds fine. I cannot take a bath in the morning to get ready for work. You know, right. It's not a feasible thing. Yeah, no. So tomorrow should be interesting. Um, but that's where we're at. You know, and the house is covered. Deod- deodorant shower, man. Yeah. Ho- house is covered in boxes and... Just be like the kids and every now and then skip down to the fucking deodorant aisle and just spritzy spritz. Yeah. Nah, well, I lost my bet. There was there was the first F-bomb of the episode. I lost it. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yawns. Here they come. Uh, that ain't good. It's not good. No, so that's it. You know, there's just the house of mess. Bathroom stuff's happening. Uh, you know, watching my normal animes. Baseball's good stuff. Um, and that's, I think that's really it. I mean, watching the Witcher, watching the Mandalorian, watching more of the Witcher than me, not telling me, pretending I wouldn't find out using, (laughs) using, using his account to watch it pretends I wouldn't know. Listen, I just, I'm not, (laughs) clearly I'm not in charge of my life. All right. You're just not good enough at hiding it. (laughs) I'm just not in charge of my life. Well, that's true. That's fair. Should just watch it on Sam's account. It wouldn't have been a problem. Then he could have kept up the facade the same way you did for the Mandalorian for two weeks. I don't know about two weeks. It was like one week. You gave it up during week two, I think, week two or three. Yeah, and then I just openly admitted to it at that. Well, because you told me at one point, you're like, have you watched it yet? And I was like, what do you mean? And you're like, so I watched it last night. I was like, oh, what the hell? (laughs) Uh, There's just nothing Because it was was one of the days we recorded on Saturday. That's what happened. We had recorded on Saturday, and you're like... So I've watched it already, and I was like, I purposely haven't watched it, so we could watch it. Yeah, but you the difference is, like, you have so much other stuff that you're also watching concurrently, where I'm just, like, right. twiddling my thumbs, like, oh, what am I going to do for the rest but then, of the night? But then I can, I can add in 30 or so minutes back to what we can do. I can just cut that time out and watch it beforehand. True. Then we can talk about it while watching something else. Listen, mistakes were made. This podcast doesn't need to be you and me bickering with each other like old women. Mistakes were made. What have you been doing this week? How was your your flying and traveling? I'm going to finish this beer. You keep asking me questions. Hold on. Okay. Um, I got a soldering station so I can solder things for Christmas. That's exciting. Uh, What else? What else did I do this week? Um, hmm. What does a station include? I mean. It's a soldering iron with like various accessories attached to it. Like, you know, it's got the the tip cleaner, the brass sponge tip cleaner. It's got the little sponge. Wireless? Sponge. Uh, not wireless. I mean, it's, it's, you plug it in. 
And I think uh, Dad got a wireless one for Christmas. That's why. That's why. I just, that's why I they asked, make basically. wireless soldering state like soldering irons. Yeah. Oh, like they just the cordless, just the cordless. Okay. Yeah, it's not like internet connected. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a smart soldering. Well, I wasn't thing. sure. Like I get it now. Like it's a cordless one. Yeah. Now this is rudimentary by modern standards. Just to fix some headphones and maybe make my own keyboard, and that's about it. Ooh, dangerous yeah, rabbit holes, slippery man. Slippery slope. You're slippery sloping down to the rabbit holes. Yeah. You're going to end up in Wonderland pretty soon. Yeah. Or beyond Wonderland. EDC rave. That's, that's You're selling me on the story here. I will take the EDC rave. We can go beyond Wonderland. Have you seen how those girls dress? Have you seen beyond Wonderland? I have not. I think it's their winter one they usually do. And the whole thing is like when you go past Wonderland in the rabbit hole, you end up beyond Wonderland. Yeah. Sark's gone. Oh, yeah course i mean i don't know about with the two kids now but anyway uh so flying was fine which is a weird statement it was fine i got delayed going down i don't think i was thinking about it on the way back do you know do you fly with the same the same company every time or I switched from United to American this time because I'd had so many problems with the United the last couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this time, I didn't get delayed leaving. I got delayed in the middle. Uh, I think the last time I flew with zero delays anywhere was to Nebraska and back. I didn't have a delay out and I didn't have a delay back. Uh, this time... Left, got to the connection. Connection ended up getting delayed by two hours, maybe. Just constant 30-minute bumps. They're like, ah, oh, we got to push 30 minutes. And we're going to push it 30 minutes more. And we're going to push another 30 minutes. And I was like, oh, you bastards. <laughs> That's really annoying because then, like, you can't do anything other than sit there and wait. Yeah, so I, I ended up getting food, which is a mistake because, as you know, probably, uh, airport food. Yeah. Usually not quality. Mm-hmm. And I purposely didn't go to a restaurant because I didn't want to have time or anything so i just went to grab like a pre-done sandwich pre-done sandwich plus soda 15 dollars. about shot myself right then and there because it would have been worth dying for (sighs) and then i realized no no the food wasn't worth dying for because it was barely decent that's a ladybug yep should they be like hibernating or something i don't know do they hibernate i don't know not a ladybug scientist i don't know it's flexing its wings look at that it's flexing it's like what are you doing back here human Kill me, I smell. I Ugh. claim the wall territory. If I if you kill me, I smell. I smell real bad. Anyway, uh, yeah. So that that happened, which was annoying, but it wasn't it wasn't the worst thing to happen to me the last two times I tried to go down. Hmm. And then coming back, uh, got to the airport. Everything was fine. Get on the plane. We're all good. We leave the gate. We're getting ready to go. And he goes, all right, so uh, due to the flow of traffic, we're going to be here for about 20 minutes. we got to let some other people go. And yada, yada. I was like, screw that. We go now. We go now. We go now. That guy has here. clearly not watched we're here. airport manager. Yeah, we're here. We're ready. We Fuck leave. them. If they're not ready, that's their problem. We go first. So that put what was my 40-minute window in my connection down to a 20-minute window in my connection. Uh, luckily, I'm young and spry, and I can move. I'm not waiting on anybody else where I'm dragging Timmy by his ear. Like, we got to move, bud. Come on, let's go. And I just pick him up and run. But yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, got home in the 
crack of the morning. I think I was home officially like one thirty, two o'clock. So that's like bedtime for you. It's an early bedtime for you. It's bedtime for early bedtime for me if I'm playing football manager on vacation and I wasn't doing those things. So <laughs> it's uh it was a good time though. I have a lot more to read now. Good. When good. It, when it comes up back up here. Good, good. When what? It, I you a ship, lot of my stuff I could not ship, fit yeah, ship in it. my one bag, so I just had it sent back. Some of it I refused to carry with me. I love crunch bells. But after I got stopped at the airport last year with them, I said, I'm not taking those in my bag. And bless my mother. Love her. Bought me one bag of Crunch Bells thinking, oh, you could unwrap all of them and put them in like a Ziploc. And I was like, why would you think that would be a good idea? <laughs> Especially, it would have been an even worse idea after I experienced my two flights out of there. It was sweaty hotness on both those flights. I would have gotten home to a bag of rice chocolate soup. <laughs> Terrible. <It's, laughs> then you just throw it in the fridge and you got a giant block of... Yeah, why is that? That's not good either. <laughs> Unless I make it a thin one and then I have like brittle. You know, I've gotten something there. I'll try that. <sighs> just do it at your house, man. I don't want to... That's a lot. That's a lot of work. I don't have a sheet that fits in my freezer, I don't think. Anyway, whole thing. So that was a... Uh, it was a fun time down there. Sis gave me some socks, sporting one of them right now. Nice little hockey sock. Nice. I got books coming. I got uh, Death Stranding downstairs, which I still don't understand what that game's about after an hour. I got Luigi's Mansion over on the Switch. Played that for a bit. I immediately got old Luigi Mansion's vibes. I was just like, ooh, tingly. And uh, watch the... I'm just going to go through everything. Watch the... Great British Bake Off for this year. Good time. Mm -hmm. My grandmother hates that I binge it when I'm down there. Every time she's just like, oh, this again? Meanwhile, me and my, me and my parents are just like, yeah, we're watching it. It's a fun <laughs> time. Uh, got some good food. Ate way more than I should have, probably in cheesecake. I probably ate half of a cheesecake, honestly, by myself. And uh, nothing wrong with that. I feel like I'm forgetting things. Fun time giving out gifts. I I don't know. I, there was something on the internet about uh, you know you're older when you're more excited to give things, like to see reactions and stuff, than you uh -huh. are to receive things. And don't get me wrong. I love receiving things. I was speechless at some of the stuff that's downstairs, specifically one thing that's down there. I just didn't know what to say anymore because I was like, I don't know what to to, I don't. I, I don't know what to do. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, I get that knowing what might be in that package. If I remember, if I had two similar shaped packages, that's a little iffy. But when I remember, I'm like, all right, I know, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. And if I take a risk on certain things, that's when I know I'm good. When I can play to the strengths of like, all right, I know this person. I bet they would like something like this. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna figure it out. Boom, got it. And it was a success. I feel pretty good. Uh, watched Witcher, watched whatever. I'm two episodes left in Man in the High Castle. Uh, depending on if we play FM this weekend or if I hang out with other people, I'm going to try to get through a lot more. I'm going to try to finish Man in the High Castle. I'm going to try to watch Six Underground. Maybe The Irishman. Like, I'm going to try to move through some stuff. Obviously, 
That's a lot of watching. Well, it's the not, Irishman's it's, like three hours. It's a lot of watching, plus it's a lot of me still wanting to play other things and do other things. So it's a it's gonna be a very well balanced test. How well can I keep things from teeter tottering and weeble wobble and it fall down type of thing? I feel like I'm forgetting things, but I don't think I am. I mean, that's basically what it's been. It's been a it's been a vacation time. Now I'm back. I go back to work on Monday. Then I'm off on Wednesday. So New Year's. New Year's. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a time. Fantastic. Fantastic indeed. I didn't update my portion of the doc in terms of uh what I've been doing, so I'm sure that's basically still right. Not really playing WoW, not the show. I dabble in the show. Pokemon Go. Logged back into Pokemon Go for a bit. Because airports jacked, juiced up with stops and drops and I bet goes and Pokemans. <laughs> so of course I'm opening that and I'm playing it, whatever. But that's really been it. You know, just the typical yada yada yada. Oh, reading that baseball statistic book. Yeah, how's that I'm going? In, I'm in the middle of chapter two or chapter one dot two. One dash two. I don't remember how they do it. One dash two. Uh and so far, yeah, it's actually pretty good. I still I think I'm struggling to remember what some of the abbreviations are sometimes. Uh, but once I start seeing them more, they like explain them again. I'm like, oh, okay. You should because uh, they, they do the good old we build on we start, we're just like, here they are. Now we're gonna build on them. So you're gonna see them all again and we'll explain them in deeper detail later, but like here's what they are. Now now we'll use them. Just get like a print out a card so you can refer back to it. So there's like, like there's VORP, there's uh, EQA, there's MVLRs, there's it's too much. Is what what it is. I'm in chapter one dot two, bud. Too much. Well, we got a lot to go. Too much. Wait till wait till you read this one. Too much. I'm wondering. I'm curious how it would, how it's gonna read. Too many cooks. <laughs> too many cooks. I'm curious <laughs> to know how it's gonna read from somebody that doesn't for have... a retard. A baseball that's not, retard. That's not what I said. Uh, <laughs> who doesn't have the the baseball knowledge I do? Like mm-hmm. not even just not even knowing player names. Yeah. So when they're like, you'll know popular ones. Like if yeah, they yeah. bring up Barry Bonds or something. But when they're like, oh yeah, take a look at these top twenty five players of the last year using these stats, and I'm looking through them, and I'm like, holy shit, some of those guys are in the top twenty five of that. And you're just gonna be like, I have no idea who any of these people are, but sure, yeah, huh? Yeah, that's exactly. I'm like, all right, looks good. The problem is the book is written in 2006, maybe? Mm-hmm. So a lot of its references are from 05 and before. Yeah. Uh, which I always wonder. I And I know I could go to their site of the people that wrote it and stuff, and they have constantly running stats from uh, every year or whatever. So I could get, like, this year's version of what they're talking about. Uh, but sometimes I do wish that, the obviously, the book was always was written every single year. It was, like, relevant every year. Yeah. All right, well, I understand it. Obviously, that's not how that works. But when you're seeing certain things, you're like, "Oh yeah," and this player, this player, and I'm like, "But what about now? What about what about a player now?" Yeah. <laughs> Where the stats still apply. It's just I would need to go look them up, and you'd have the, to do the work. I'd yeah. have to do a, a a little bit of the work. Like I would just have to understand what the stats are at that point to know reference wise what things are. But yeah, it's been a good time. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. There's a lot going. It's the time of the year with a lot of stuff before the spring, which becomes even more shit. <laughs> yeah. 
Spring will kill. We'll see. We will see. Tell you what, though, I'm really looking forward to that chocolate getting up here. I'm like done with food, man. I'm over I'm, food. I'm, I'm pretty done with food, but I will house that bag of Crunch Pals in a day and hate my life. I had uh, I pawned off half of that half half. I pawned off half of that gunny gunny. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so what's happening here is I did not drink a Red Bull like I normally do because I was thinking I could make it through without it. Ooh, bold statement. Because I don't want to be hyped when I get home. I just want to be able to drive home, crash, go to bed. In your bed, not. <laughs> yeah. And wake up, go to work. <clears throat> I pawned off half of the gummy bag to Samantha's dad. Because I only eat, like, okay. I literally eat, like, four I, if gummies you had, if you had told every me somebody two I or three days. If you had told me somebody I didn't like, I would oh, have rescinded no. the bag. I'd be like, you know how you give me back the other half? <laughs> Throw up like a bird. <laughs> um, <laughs> you give me back the other half or no more gummy for you. From now so, on, I just I snap Sam angry pictures of me with bags of gummies that she's not allowed to touch. So, well, originally I was going to give half to Amy, but she didn't take them. Like, I didn't. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, you can give half to Amy. So I'll give you anything that you can give half to Amy. So now I have half that gummy bag. I, yeah. I rescind my previous statement. <laughs> <laughs> And then just the food, the holidays. I'm just, I'm just over the food. Like, I just don't want to eat the, anymore. The thing with food of the holidays, and we're not even talking about a game podcast anymore. But the thing with the food of the holidays is, I walked out of work right before the holidays, having consumed not personally myself, but like we, we as a as a work group of eight people, seven or eight people in my office, consumed two trays of cookies. Yeah, two delicious trays of cookies. Yeah. We were basically done with the first one, and then she brought the second one in. And we're like, mm, we hate you for bringing that second one in. We're not going to complain about it. <laughs> this is the way. Re- but you really shouldn't have brought <laughs> the second one in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I was like, okay, cool. So now I'm going to go down south. I'm going to eat gingerbread cookies. I'm going to eat uh, coconut with the uh, cherries and the Hershey Kish. Hershey, Hershey Kishish. Um, <laughs> macaroons or whatever. Yeah. Uh, those. I'm going to eat cheesecake. Uh, they had mince pie. I had shrimp, scallops, steak. Uh, I had a giant bacon cheeseburger one day. But because of that's not how I normally eat, there were just times where they're like, all right, yeah, so we're going to have dinner now. And I'm like, I, I'm not. I've had enough. Like, I could have <laughs> eaten breakfast and been done. Yeah. Yeah. And not eating the rest of the day. My stomach is not what it once was in terms of like always wanting food. Yeah. I can always eat food, but there's just going to be a point where I'm like, all right, cool. And now it's time for a nap. <laughs> I'm in pain. Yeah. Well, I haven't, I didn't get in pain, but there are definitely times where I was just like, all right, well, it's going to be a good time. Just, <laughs> but yeah. So, all right. Here's your new releases. It was the holidays. There were none. That's not true. There were new releases, but I wasn't going to list every single game that came out on the Switch store. And that's really the only... I think there were a couple other like digital games, but I don't know. Send me baseball cards. <laughs> There's your baseball new releases. Because I got, I got a, I got a new, new problem. Problem is probably the correct descriptor. Pro- problem is the correct descriptor. Because you see that box... Now, yeah. now, before you jump to conclusions, that box has been around since the early 2000s. Okay. 
So you're just reevaluating. Right. I have never officially gone through that entire box to see just like what's in there. I've started. There are stacks on the. What's in the box? <laughs> there are stacks above on the thing there that I've I started to be like, okay, I like these ones. I'll set those aside. I don't care about these ones. Those go in a different pile. And then I saw somebody on the, I think it's baseball cards subreddit. Because uh, somebody was asking, like, what do you guys do with all your, like, random random cards you don't care about or mm-hmm. whatever? And they're like, buy a flat rate box from the Postal Service. Throw them in there. 99 cents on eBay. Let it run. Just get rid of them. And I was like, all right, I'll either do that or I'll throw them in a Goodwill box somewhere and just be like, see ya, good luck. Mm-hmm. Because I, I have a feeling a lot of them are nothing that I don't even care about. But I'm going to go make sure uh, that anything I would want to keep stays. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah, now that now that Phil Hughes and I have had interactions on Twitter, which doesn't really mean a ton to me, but it definitely endears me to him. Mm-hmm. that Not, not just because he doesn't just it's not like he just interacts with me. Ooh, I'm a, some special person. He interacts with everybody like he yeah. is a very. Gotta get in on he's the ground very, floor before he blows yeah, well, up. Yeah, but he's a very good community type person. Like people are asking him, "Oh, hey, about that video," and he is like, "Oh, yeah, this or this or like." He will and you send something to him, he will answer you. Mm-hmm. It's not like a you know you're not reaching out to Ninja and Ninja. Oh, yeah, see you later. Yeah. Not that he does that, but you know what I mean. Uh, it's a nice, nice to have the interactions of somebody that you watch who. Yeah. When now that he's opening cards and I'm watching like baseball cards being opened, I'm like, it's funny because all that stuff is probably years before I was born mm-hmm. in that box. Oh god, I get these hiccups, man! I do it every time to myself. The box there is probably before I was born. Some of the players might still have been playing when I was growing up, but a lot of it now when I'm watching Phil pull and he's doing stuff from like 2015 to 2019 or even going back into like 2010, and I'm like. I visually recognize all these people. Like some of them, I saw them play a little bit or I have like faint memories and I know the names and stuff. But like, no, I've actually now watched these people play. So it, now it means more mm-hmm. kind of to take when I would get cards in the early 2000s again, to take a 17 year gap and kind of do it again. It's a nice little. Yeah. I don't know what the feeling is. It's not. It's not nostalgia. Well, there's, there's context there, right? Yeah, it means more to me yeah. now. Before it was just like, "Ooh, cool! I collected." It's a card. Yeah, whatever. I got Jason Giambi. Okay, cool. But like, I only knew him the couple years he was on the Yankees or whatever. Now, when I see like a Yankee card, wherever I'm, like, I know their entire career. Yeah. So it's different context, you know. But yeah, anyway. For sure. That completely side-railed everything. So new releases, and there they were. Let's go to the headlines. Um, I'm going to take number one. All right, good luck. Oh, boy. I don't like that. The PlayStation 5, like the Xbox One Series X, will be powered by AMD's technology. But it seems like the hardware solution for ray tracing will not be coming from the company, according to a recent leak. Kamachi and Saka, a well-known leaker, recently posted some new findings for chips codenamed Sparkman, Arden, Oberon, and Ariel. The first two are rumored to be related to Xbox Series X, 
while the latter are rumored to be related to the PlayStation 5, as reported a while back. The new findings are very interesting, as Sparkman and Arden have ray tracing and variable rate shading mentioned, while Orberon and Ariel don't. If they are indeed related to the PlayStation 5 console, this means that Sony will not be using AMD technology for ray tracing and variable rate shading. Both the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X have yet to be revealed in full, but it is rumored that they are very close in power. In a recent report, it's revealed that Sony's next-gen console is ahead in terms of performance, but the gap is expected to be closed before release. This is all rumors, but it just kind of is interesting filler for our conversation about ray tracing and AMD not having ray tracing on their chips yet. And what we've said, I'm pretty sure we've said it on here, and I've gone on record with people at uh, work when we've discussed like what they're going to do or whatever. I'm like, there, I do not believe AMD will debut their version of ray tracing technology or their actual ray tracing technology on a console. I just don't believe they'll do it. So I can see this move where they're using somebody else. Yeah. They still, I mean, technically they still have time to root. They still have time. Yeah. They still have time. Another thing. Line of graphics cards and before the release, but we probably would have heard traditionally, we would have heard you'd rumors. Hear, you'd hear now. rumblings, but the fact that CES is still coming, there's a solid chance yeah. that by February, everybody knows it. Yeah, they've also there's uh, other rumors speaking of AMD that their next series of Ryzen CPUs have a 17% um, performance increase for their uh. Uh, individual thread, their IPC okay. uh, rate. And that's kind of like, if that's true, that's like obscene, that's like higher than right than normal. But that's always about to who's reporting it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it'll be it'll interesting. Be AMD making leaps and bounds recently in there. It's, it's interesting. AMD shitting on Intel. Poking the beast. It's it's a it's a weird beast to poke. It is because usually they do manage to wound it. Yeah, they don't manage to just kind of like do the nudge, like come on, do something. Yeah. Like they manage <laughs> to wound it. Yeah, it's just that when you wound it, Intel's like, wait. It usually gets angry, <laughs> and then like, wait a minute, we have billions smacks... of dollars in R and D we could be spending over. Yeah, here. and then like slightly smacks you down in a year or two. Um. Number two, at the Game Awards 2019, it was announced that The Wolf Among Us 2 was once again in development following the bankruptcy bankruptcy, and the later revival of Telltale Games. Woo! Uh, the official announcement that Big B Wolf was returning didn't provide much in the way of solid information, other than the fact that the game was being developed in conjunction with Ad Hoc Studio, a new indie developer largely made up of folks from the original iteration of Telltale. Uh, Well, thanks to a recent U.S. Gamer interview, we now know a bit more. Despite The Wolf Among Us 2 being in development for over a year back in 2017 and 2019, development has been rebooted, according to the new Telltale CEO, Jamie. How do we want to say this? Atili. Otili. Otili. Uh, Otili. America. <laughs> the next version of The Wolf Among Us 2 should be the best-looking Telltale game to date, as it's going to be run on the Unreal Engine 4. 
Uh, before closing its doors, the original Telltale planned to move from its increasingly decrepit in-house engine to Unity, but uh, they decided to take an even bigger step up, jumping straight to Unreal Engine 4. Smart move. Might as well just do it. Rip the Band-Aid off. Brilliant move. Let's get that shit engine out of here. Move that truck. Move that. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing I want to mention real quick is if you guys remember that uh, PlayStation launched that accessory that you popped onto your DualShock 4 with the paddles on the back. Um, and there there was a patent. Everybody remembers that, right? There was you a should. patent uh, a couple patent. hours ago. Patent. Patent. Oh, patent. I thought you meant like a pen for a second. No. And I was like, Sony released a writing utensil? Interesting. For a controller? More interesting. <laughs> uh, a couple hours ago, there was news that uh, Sony uh, patented a new controller design that resembles the DualShock 4, but with built buttons built into the back that are programmable. So it's a good bet that we... Well, I don't want to say it's a good bet. We might see... Those buttons added to the DualShock Five. Intriguing. Yeah, there it is. I'm more, all, intrigued, I'm more intrigued by what the console looks like. Same. Although I would like, it would be nice to have buttons on the back there, little little flappy paddles. Do some little flappy shifting. Oh, 100 percent. Except that I just wouldn't use it because when I do my driving, it's on. Okay. Speaking of. Uh, this is still related to games, so I can say it. Did you see the post on Battle Stations of the guy in the, with the Mini Cooper setup? Um, I don't think so. I it's saw a, a has, VR, like not a VR. It's a, saw, racing, it's a racing setup. I saw a racing setup, and I think they might be related to each other, but I saw a racing setup that was like from the perspective of the driver, and it was showing yeah. the... Yeah, you can see the widescreen. Yeah. He's got the steering wheel with all mm-hmm. the buttons on it. He's got and a it, shift. It looks like you're in a car. Yes, it's mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. It's a Mini Cooper. And then people were like, uh, you know, just, yeah, the comments were like about the setup and stuff like that. But he's basically got a, a Mini Coop body that is the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Windshield replaced with the screens, full driving kit, shifter, steering wheel, full foot paddles. In the hood is his PC. So he just cracks it open and has the RGB PC in there. I was like, that is obnoxious as shit, and I love every second of it. If you got if it. If you're really, well, if you got it, but if you're also really into racing games. Yeah, for sure. Makes sense. 100% makes for sure. sense. For sure. I respect it. I definitely respect it. Checking the old. Uh, no, I just had a weird notification. Sky is falling. No. Just getting uh, updates on people. Okay. My new cards are on their way in, man. I just bought a bunch of stuff from eBay. No, not really. (laughs) Here's my thing with the cards. I'm not going to delay on this too hard. But uh, I will only buy from, like, boxes from retail. If I was hunting an individual card, I potentially would go look online. But I'm only going to buy boxes from retail because I'm not spending. What was the one turnaround we heard? Like the the box cost like forty five dollars or something. Yeah, it was but like online. 45. It was like one hundred and fifty. 
Yeah, and then I think there was one he was buying for 80 or 90 online. Yeah, that they are double, triple, if not more, some of their prices. And I'm like, no, no way. I'm not going through that reseller market for that. I would much rather just deal with the uh, trying to find them in store and then being happy when I strike out. Because <laughs> I'm like, all right, I don't need to buy anything. Yeah. Now, you've not seen any of these questions we're going to go into, Matt. I've not. Because I literally put them in the dock before we recorded. Uh, So I'll I'll go through all the questions. I'll read all the questions. All of them at once? No, 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 no. What what am I, psychopath? For a minute, I was concerned. I'll, I'll read all of them. You go ahead and give me your answer. Then I'll answer. If you can't answer right away, we'll you know we'll work it out. We'll do what we always do. I pull up my list of games that I've played this year. Cool. Might not need it. There's not many of them, but just in case you need the list. <laughs> the first question comes from the concerned one, and they've asked, "What is the word?" I'm going to ask these questions. Uh, I'm going to ask this. This is three questions. I'm going to ask it all at once. What is the worst game you've played this year? Did you think it was going to be good? Or did you just play it knowing it was going to be bad? The worst game. Worst game I've played this year. Um, oh, that's a, that's actually a tough one because I wouldn't say that any of the games that I played this year were like bad. So, like the way the questions asked and with the follow up questions, it's the assumption that the worst game that I've played is a bad game. So it's hard, it's hard, you know, under, under those contexts, I don't really have an answer, but probably the worst game that I've played this year, given that I've only played like 13 games, um, would probably have to be Anthem. Okay. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Considering Anthem is a bad game. So yeah, Anthem. I forgot that Anthem was a thing until I looked at the list. I was like, oh yeah, I played Anthem. Yeah. And you could look back at my list, which is even longer if you really forgot some of the stuff that came out in yeah. 2019. Um, Anthem. And I... Ooh, did I think it was going to be a bad game? I think we all knew it was going to be a bad game, but hoped it wouldn't be. So my answer is also Anthem. And I I agree we were playing it with the hope of an upside. Yeah. We saw the writing on the... I, I said it from the beginning with that game where we saw the writing on the wall at E3 with that weird panelistic like preview thing they did i was just like oh no you should not be doing this now if you're coming out when you say you're coming out yeah and then it was delayed yep then it came out and everybody went oh no (laughs) and as i finished it i was just like this is bad i had faith like i had a lot of faith in bioware so i was like giving them the benefit of the doubt um but you can't if if someone played Anthem and said that it was a good game, they would be either um, insane, clinically insane, mm-hmm. or the hardest of fanboys. I can agree if people said parts of Anthem were good. Because there were certain yeah. things of it the, that were good. The, the thing that's frustrating about Anthem is the game is bad, but like 
the suit movement and the suit play. I can, I can see where they have goodness. Yeah. I like, can see what they were trying to do. There was clearly potential at one point. But they they hit a foul ball instead of a home run, man. It's like, why are we all celebrating? Like, you guys, that is not, whoo, that's just not good. Yeah. I genuinely hope that the rumors that we heard the past couple weeks ago were are true, that they are all going, um, that the developer's going all in and rebuilding it, because uh, that would be... I would be happy to return to it. When it's fully redone again and go, yeah. all right, did they fix it? Buy it for, or pay $15, play it for the one month and go, yes. <laughs> the problem is that I don't think you can get, I think the No Man's Sky situation is. Lightning in a bottle. Yes, lightning in a bottle. But not like or, the Witcher lightning in a bottle. Yeah. like. Well, actually, that's pretty yeah. accurate. <laughs> it would have murdered a bunch of other people, and then one person happens yeah. to be able to do it. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's something you can recreate easily. No, no, and especially because No Man's Sky. I mean, Hello Games went radio silent and still took three years to get back to a point where people are like, hey, No Man's Sky is a pretty good game. Yeah. So I still don't know what you're supposed to do in the game, but, I mean, hey, you know, it was a game. Yeah. And it was a lot better than its release. And there is merit to that statement that you don't know what you're supposed to do in the game because it is very much Minecraft where, like, but Minecraft, there is, there's so, a quest. There's a quest. But right. once you complete that quest... Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? And granted, there are other quest lines, but there's no there's no end game. The end game is to I've, explore and right. base. And I struggle really hard in games where they go, do as you wish. And I'm like, I what the... Mm-hmm. I'm not here to do as I wish. I'm here for you to tell me roughly what I should do and then yeah. me go no and then do something else, but and I have a place to come back to. I have that problem too, and every once in a while I can I can see I can satisfy my need for direction by saying by setting a goal for myself, which right. in No Man's Sky it was I'm going to figure out how to use these portals so right. I can get to these ships and stuff that I want. Right. And then once I did that, I was like what do I don't what I don't know I, what I don't to care. do anymore. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'll build an underwater base. And I was like, ah, yeah, I'm do it. Not, it's like my heart's really, not into do it. Really want to do it anymore. And that's what that's what killed. Uh, not that I would ever probably enjoy Elder, Elder Scrolls based on my experiences that I've discussed, uh, but that's what killed Oblivion for me. Mm-hmm. You walk out of the like sewer jail cell stuff, and they're like, just do whatever you want, man. And I'm like. What do do what 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 do I I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. I'm just standing out in a field with a sword. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go fight that thing. Oh, I died. What is I what what am I doing? There was uh, anyway. So yeah, it was a uh, it was a kick in the teeth. Anyway, anthem bad game. Number four, or sorry, the second question. I forget. I copy paste of these really weird uh this one comes from the ritz cracker marketing team uh their, their question is favorite favorite cracker or crackers from 2019 what inspired the initial purchase of that cracker and do we have a box in our houses currently uh i'm pretty sure i know matt's answer yeah i'm not a cracker connoisseur so i've only tried like a couple different crackers um, my favorite is hands down the honey wheat Ritz cracker. 
of the year. All the other ones were basically knockoffs of like the regular cracker. And uh, I do still have a roll or two of of it in my in my house. Although Samantha has, she's not a fan of them, so she went and bought regular Ritz crackers. Um, heathen, heathen. Yeah, she's you know she's uncultured. You got to let her <laughs> uncultured <know>. swine. <laughs> she's a work in progress. All right. I'm pretty sure that's what she called you during your vows. <laughs> no, no one's born perfect. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's a good good save. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean... And ter- I didn't... You know, I wasn't... My initial purchase was... I wouldn't say... You know, there was no... The inspiration was the cracker was forced upon me. I like that you say forced. Nothing I've <laughs> ever done on this show, Matt, is for... It's forced. It's all forced. You're completely <laughs> correct. Anytime we did a bonus episode, it was all There's forced. There's freaking lasers pointing at me. Yeah. I'm sitting here with the Derringer just like, <laughs> you will do this podcast. But yeah, it, the uh, definitely is the honey wheat Ritz for me as well. Because in terms of uh, cracker specific, you know, we're not talking cookies at that point. That's a different. That's a different discussion. But if we're talking crackers, honey wheat Ritz. Now I need to tell you something funny about the honey wheat Ritz, though, Matt. The South doesn't believe in them. What? Why? Like, what do you mean? They don't have them. I walked into a Harris Teeter. I don't know what the fuck that is. Similar to a Price Chopper. Current day price chopper, not old school price chopper of like the rundown bad price chopper. Current day price chopper. And they have their Ritz section, right? And I'm like, all right, cool. So you guys got some cheese at home? Cool. Let's go get some of these Ritz because you got to try them. Mm-hmm. Looking all over the Ritz section. Nothing. No honey wheat. Whole grain, basic salted or whatever and then garlic herb and all the other all the other terrible flavors honey wheat nowhere to be found could not find it couldn't even find the label on the shelf where it should have been bunch of freaks just uncultured people i guess but the honey wheat ritz not ready they're not ready for the honey wheat uh i have a sleeve and a half still in the house for a current block of cheese i am going through and what inspired the initial purchase of the cracker is uh, one of my coworkers. Well, the coworker I go to lunch with every single day, he would always get those as his cracker of choice. And he's a psychopath to the point where he'll take that cracker and put it in peanut butter and just eat that. I could see that. It'd probably be pretty tasty. It probably would, but he's insane. He uses reduced fat peanut butter and the whole thing like it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Too far. He also has a problem with peanut butter where he will just sit there and he will buy it. If he bought a jar, he'll eat half of it before he leaves work. Mind you that we have like three and a half hours after. He must like, he must just the nastiest farts and stuff. Probably, but luckily they're not around me when he does them. So he's not you. And (laughs) (laughs) so someone else must know my torment. Yeah. So he always bought him and always bought him and always bought him. And I was like, all right, there's got to be something to this cracker. So when we were doing a cheese episode, or I knew we were going to have cheese, it was also when we had that salami, I believe. Yep. Uh, and I knew we had cheese. I was like, all right, we need a crack. Yeah, don't think about the salami, especially the absinthe one. Yeah, I was going to say that, like yeah. licorice one. Yeah. Uh, so when we, I knew that was coming, I was like, all right, we need to get a cracker. Why not get those? And then 
the star of that episode became Matt and Dewey just eating rich the entire yeah, time. Just like housing them. Oh, oh, you know. You're like, you're like, I don't even know about the cheese or anything, man, but this cracker, <laughs> holy shit. And you guys are just popping honeyweed rich to the point where I had Sam snapping me pictures of honeyweed rich like in the cart and stuff. And she's like, I don't know what you've done, but this is apparently now a thing. I'm like, I don't know. Sorry. So uh, rich cracker marketing team. You're welcome. Uh, this one comes from the Overwatch character Bastion. And I'm pretty sure if I read that, it would be beep, boop, 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 beep, beep, boop, beep, boop, uh, which roughly translates to, I would like to know your favorite game of 2019 with a robot. Um, I think I've only played two games that had robots in them, and it would be Star Wars, uh, Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order. And, or any other Star Wars game. Yeah, and The Outer Worlds. And I would have to say, based on robotness, The Outer Worlds is significantly better. Now, I've played Star Wars. Yeah. Not played The Outer Worlds yet. On yeah. my list of things to... Depending on where I end up with those two, that might be my PC game I, I default to. Yeah. Do the $1 on Game Pass and, and move through. Uh, but I also have Borderlands. Yep, that's get the... my boy Claptrap in there. Mm-hmm. And I like Claptrap more than I like BD. Now BD's good. BD's good. BD's a yeah. good fun fun thing. But the game as a whole is what I'm comparing it to, and I liked Borderlands more than I liked Fallen Order. I would say that The Outer Worlds is a better game than. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, I I haven't even played one of them, and I'd probably agree. <laughs> and their robots are way more, you know, ingrained in that game than which I, I don't want to say ingrained, but you know, there's more of them in the world, and they have a purpose and all that good stuff. Yeah, and I don't get me wrong. I they appreciate have a, one of your companions in the Outer Worlds is called Sam. Which is an abbreviation, surface to air missiles. No, I can't remember what the abbreviation is for. <laughs> but uh, it's a robot that used to be a cleaning robot, but is converted into a combat robot. And you know, it's got humor and about cleaning humans and stuff like that, and good times. I'm about it. I will have to. Uh, I'll have to play. It is on yeah. my. It's on my list of things to beat. Currently, I have one for one system, one for another system. I don't have anything I'm trying to beat on the PC, mm-hmm. so that might take that spot. I've I've found a new like a, a I have a more of an appreciation of the Outer Worlds now because some people at work have played it and talking about it with them. It's one of those games where like it's fun because like they have gone and done things. The Fallout problem that we have, yeah, like. Their storyline is totally different than mine, and their solutions for things and how they're playing. Like the one guy who at work who's playing that game is just like not interested in hearing dialogue, so he plays his character like that. Like, oh, he's like, like I don't up. give a fuck. And like, if he doesn't feel like doing a quest, he'll just kill the person. <laughs> and like, the game lets you do that, so right. it's it's kind of interesting how it plays out to that as well. So, yeah, it'll be I'll be intrigued to see what I do with it then to have that yeah. true. Give in to your urges. That's... It's it's what I liked about... God, I wish we could go back and play The Old Republic from the beginning, man. Yeah. 
We can. We technically we can. can. We just we make can. new characters and do it. Yeah. But that that's what I loved about doing that, especially going through as a Sith the first time. Mm-hmm. And not realizing, because I was, I was choosing just how I wanted to play, and I didn't realize there were benefits to just going fully evil or fully good. Yeah. And there were still times, even as we were playing, uh, when you get into those individual cutscenes, and like the, the evil answer is like really weird, and I'm like, I wouldn't do that. Like, I'm just going to choose the good answer, even though I don't want to. Uh, but it was, it was fun to give in sometimes. And you're just like, I really don't like this guy. And then you're just shooting force lightning out of your hands, killing... People, you're like, I bet that quest continues if I let him live. But yeah, nah, I'm just not, nah, nah. But yeah, it was definitely, for me, Borderlands, uh, like, Claptrap's always annoying. But I appreciate his annoyingness. And the opening sequence with him had me actually giggle, which says a lot. Mm-hmm. I didn't giggle at Beatty. No, Beatty's just a plot tool. Yeah. You're just a tool. <laughs> Uh, next question comes from Liam. I assume from One Direction, but I'm not positive. <laughs> and this one, this one's kind of a, a weird question. Might apply more to me than to you. Uh, in which I will need to go pull up a different document right now to see uh, what my answer would be. But best game that you played in 2019. That still hasn't been released. Um, I think the only one that qualifies out of the games I played is probably um, Black Mesa because I don't think it's technically had a release. Uh, maybe you, you know the document I'm going for. So hold on, I gotta go find it real quick. Maybe Star Wars Galaxy since I just started playing that. I mean, it's been released, but then not released. <laughs> so, um. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. I think it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be uh, Black Mesa for me. I'm I'm grabbing my packs list because this is the only way. I, this is the only thing I, of things I really haven't uh, played this year. I mean, Shenmue would have been the joke, right? But then you would have uh, had to have played Shenmue. Yeah, I know, right? Then I would have had to touch Shenmue. Um, ooh. Ooh, I think I, I got two answers. I got two answers. We'll see how it goes. Uh, see later daters. All right, I got two answers. Answer number one goes to totally reliable delivery service. It was a fun time. Evil and I played for a couple hours one night during one of their beta phases. Fun human fall flat style attempt to deliver things yeah, going. I think places. I watched that. It was pretty good. Uh, my personal one though was Chernobylite because it's not out yet. Mm-hmm. Early access and stuff. That game looked really interesting, but it looks really interesting. I definitely see where they needed polish because things were like clipping places and there were a lot of weird stuff going on. Uh, but it was definitely Chernobyl, like the way they 3D scanned everything and you're walking back through these buildings and everything like that was insane. I mean, just walking up, you you were watching for like the first 10 minutes or so, but just walking up on the plant and seeing the thing over it and everything, you're just like, yeah, holy shit, this looks real. Yeah, it looks good too for being like an indie game. Like, it looks nice. Yeah. Uh, at some point, I should be getting my backer box, so we'll be able to go through Ooh. that together. That's exciting. Yeah, it'll be a fun time. 
All right, so this one comes from totally not the executive team at EA. Nope, no way, not us. Uh, they they totally don't ask. Best in-game purchase you made in 2019. Coincidentally, what is also the worst in-game purchase you made? I don't think I've made any. I think I've made mobile ones from having uh, Google Wallet money or whatever, from doing surveys and stuff. Mm-hmm. Best in-game purchase. Hmm. I don't, you know, I I don't really know that I know because I don't think I've really. It's probably just like a little mobile thing, but it wasn't anything that would I could have been good or bad. Yeah, I didn't really make. We're not good people to ask that. Yeah, we're, we don't. We and we because of we how much don't we make... hate microtransactions. Yeah, we usually don't dip into that pool. Yeah, I've dipped into it before if there's been, like when I was really playing, I don't even think I did it during Fortnite, but when I was really playing Fortnite or certain other games that had like a skin mechanic, if the skin was cheap enough and I could justify everything, and I was like, I'm really playing this game. Like when I, I mean, I binged Fortnite for that month and a half or whatever, when I was really playing that and if like a skin had come out that I really liked, I would have bought it. But I'm not really doing anything like that now. And I wouldn't buy stubs or the in-game currency in MLB The Show. I don't buy those because mm-hmm. it's a sham. I don't buy currency in any of the other sports games I play because those are shams. I don't really buy in-game DLC or like in-game microtransactions. <clears throat> Not yeah. even DLC, in-game microtransactions. So, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't really have an answer there, unfortunately. Uh, EA, sorry. Uh, my answer is in-game purchases are trash. Stop it. Oh, this comes from a long-time listener. I'm sorry. I don't know how you're a long-time listener. We've only been doing this for almost three years. God, that's a scary thought, isn't it? It's always it's a, it's always it's a scary thought, and it's always a more scary thought when I have to defend that I take you every Friday for three out for three years, where they're like, "Oh, people want to do things." I'm like, "We've been doing this for well, it's years." Weird. It's weird to explain to people sometimes too, when they're like, "Oh, Friday," I'm like, oh, "I got a thing I do every Friday," and they're like. What? Well, also because <laughs> it's like that's ah, a podcast, and they're like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, eh. "But also because it's you, yeah. like same same way." Like, oh yeah, I got something I do every Friday night. They're like, "What? You don't do anything?" Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. It's like a weird situation where like I know you don't actually do anything ever, and it's like, yeah, but I do this thing. I every do Friday. things sometimes, minimally. I minimally do things. Anyway, this comes from a longtime listener. The best gamers to podcast from this year. Regular podcast from this year, and what made it the favorite? Can you think of one? I <laughs> because can't. I have amnesia the moment I press stop. Yeah, I mean, generally, I feel like our podcast when we have Dewey on are generally better because he keeps us in line. He keeps us in line, but he also like there's more witty banter that happens and um and there's also the moment that Dewey and I allow ourselves to have where him and I can say mm-hmm. things and completely completely keep you out of the loop so yeah. you're just watching two people talk and have no idea mm-hmm. what's happening. I mean maybe that might be a part of it. It might be because it's more enjoyable for me as well like yeah. to just watch, you know. It's it's fun for me. it it is probably one of the ones that he was on because it is enjoyable for me to have him complain that mom and dad need to stop fighting. Yeah, true. 
because it, it's just a it's an entertaining time. Not that I dislike, obviously, I don't dislike any of the ones that we've done, but those ones do stand out more as a as a memorable thing than yeah than the other ones where I'll get a text message on Monday from putting this up that says, "Oh, you really do have uh, amnesia or whatever." Yeah, no, I like I know I do. People will message me like a line that I said. But we won't have been we will not have been talking that they were listening to the podcast or anything else like that. So it's just a line with no context. And then they'll say that and they'll say ha 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 and I'm like I what what did I say? Is that something I said? I completely don't understand what you're talking about. And they're like, Oh, well there was this moment and this moment that when you said these things, I'm like Oh, okay, I think I know what you're talking about. But I'd have to go back and listen to the podcast again. Same. Same per- same problem. I don't remember anything. Yeah. Uh, next question comes from Karen. Those damn Karens. You don't want to be a Karen. Do you Karen. want to see my manager? <laughs> Karen, take me to your manager. <laughs> the question is, the most noticeable product placement in a game this year. What was the product and how obvious was it? And I know my answer because I saw it this morning. Or sorry, saw it this afternoon. <laughs> Uh, I don't have an answer for games that I've played, personally. Death Stranding. Immediately, Monster Energy can, on the table, blatant silhouette shot of it. Yeah, the, the one that was on Gamers, the game, yeah, Girlfriend thing. Reviews. It's, it's, I think it's cut together and stuff. But there is almost a, like, it's like, one, like a one-second pure silhouette shot of just the table with Monster Energy cans. And they're like, boom, Monster Energy. And then they just kind of continue to go on with the story. If I had to pick one, it'd have to be one of the racing games. But like they're kind of mm-hmm. like they have to have product placement. Uh, do I get to pick FM twenty twenty for its anti racism boards? Like, I mean, that's up there. <laughs> but yeah. no, most most obvious product placement, not just advertisement. Like that is the product in the thing. Was that? Mm-hmm. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This one comes from... I do have a good product placement thing, though. So you know how okay. we were watching, like Smith and I are watching The Rookie? The Nathan Fillion show where he's a oh, cop. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, every time you say that, I immediately go to Dennis Quaid throwing fastballs. Yeah. Uh, good movie. Um, it's all right. Well, it's a feel good, good feel-good movie. It's a feel-good movie. Simple. Yeah. Anyways, uh, there's an episode where, like... <clears throat> I mean, if we're doing movies, then whatever the new Disney Plus is show that's coming out with... <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> After episode nine. <laughs> where, they, where he's driving a truck, and, like, they linger on the truck... Like, ah. uncomfortably too much in certain spots. Where it's like, this is clearly and, a Chevy. <laughs> yeah, and he's, like, remodeling his house, and, like, the truck is, like, you know... Constantly just, like, off shot of... And, and it's, like, perfectly clean, perfectly waxed, you yeah. know, and it's, like, okay, like... Yeah, yeah, there's definitely some of that. Uh, this next one comes from Rob Nelson. The best game you added to your game library in 2019 that has replayability? Hmm. That has replayability. Football Manager 2020? Yeah, for you. I would say that's pretty easy because probably Football Manager is like, if you're putting a couple hundred hours in in a year, then yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, I put a couple hundred hours in each year. Um, I mean, did, did Apex come out this year? It did. Apex might be up there. Free to play Battle Royale. I've logged 58 hours in it, I think. So, yeah, I mean. I mean, I don't really have anything. No, you really don't. I mean, I have, like, games that you are supposed to be replayable, but <laughs> yeah. I just don't comply with their wishes <laughs> you can't hold me down uh there are no rules there is one rule yeah so it's probably probably football manager for me apex is definitely up there just because it i mean it's it's a free to play battle royale i mean fortnite would be the same thing but my fortnite binge was last year so it's not added to this year. yeah my issue is like a lot of replayable games are shooters so like i'm immediately out of that or sports games yeah, which neither of those I'm into. So yeah. it's... I mean, the racing games, like Horizon Four, is replayable, yeah. but only to an extent. Like you, once you play some of the tracks once, you don't really want to play yeah. it twice. The only time I really went back was during that snow DLC uh, in Horizon Three, mm-hmm. and I went back just so I could do drag races at the airstrip against people. Yeah, but that was only so fun because you could just get super tuned cars and gun it. The only like I generally. If if a racing game is more simulation, then I will replay it more often. Mm, but okay. that's not the trend for racing games right now. So, at least not in the mainstream. Like obviously, you have your project cars. Yeah, and there's a couple that ha- are subscription based that are kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, Dirt Rally is. Yeah, Dirt Rally F1, Assetto Corsa, mm-hmm. which I haven't played any of those because. 
they have no like I don't know if I'd like them and they don't they you know they they might do a free weekend every once in a while or something like that but I just never catch it right. I guess I could take advantage of Steam's return policy, but yeah, as long as you did it fast enough or whatever. Mm-hmm. Max is hanging out, doing cat stuff. He's a kitty cat. And he dumps, 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 and he dumps, dumps, dumps. Oh, this next one's going to be hard. Yeah, especially because it comes from Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay asks, best meal that was prepared before the <laughs> podcast and who cooked it? I'm pretty sure I have an answer. I don't know if it happened this year, though. I don't know if I have an answer because, like, once again, amnesia. Like, there's... I'd have to be reminded. Like, we've definitely had a lot of good stuff. Um, but I always forget it. And then, like, someone will remind me of it. Or, you know, something will be said and we'll, I'll remember it. And I'll be like, oh, fuck, that was wicked good. I should remember that because I want to make something with that. But So my answer, you, you tell me if it was this year or not, was the French Toast BLTs. I don't know. I mean, it had to have been this year. Right? I would think. I, I would just, think too. I just don't know if it was in this, like, if it was in the. Were those the ones where I got the bacon from? Yeah, you. It was your meal. Yeah, the bacon was from that. Would I remember? I was. I was trying to remember the other day what made those sandwiches so good, and I think it's the bake. I think it was because I got the bacon from Smith's Market, which I is, mean, the bacon was good. The bread was thick. Yeah, and it was candied. Mm-hmm. The bacon was from, it was from a local farmer and it was like, you know, butcher from a butcher essentially. So like the bacon was like genuinely thick cut and the cut had, the bacon was meat. Like it wasn't. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was, that, that's probably my favorite. A lot of other good ones. There was a lot of good ones. Uh, There's definitely. My burgers are probably my runner up. Yep. Burgers are really good. The South, the Killian's. Southwest style burger, whatever the hell I named that damn thing, that were ended up being half pound burgers. I'm pretty mm. sure <laughs> there's there was some good crock pot stuff. Um, the fuck was it? Oh my god, I can't remember what it was. But there was one or two of the crock pot things that we were just like Mississippi pot roast has been done a few times. Yeah, there were just there was like, a Cajun very or a, uh, a southern version of it with a instead of I, I did the jalapenos instead of pepperoni. I think that was what it was because it had jalapenos in it, but it wasn't like it overwhelmingly jal- spicy. It had, yeah, it had jalapenos. Then I also did that light dusting of uh, cayenne mm-hmm. and the same thing. But it, for some reason, yeah, it was it was a nice warmth, but it wasn't spicy. Yeah. There were those ones. There was the like lasagna one. There's been other chicken dishes. There's been grilling. Grilling burgers, hot dogs, chicken apple sausage was one of them that you were a fan of. Yep, that one was really good. What we could do uh, to remember this stuff is um, this would take work that we'll never actually do. So it's another idea that we'll we'll forget. We can roll it in next year. Was uh, as a part of the podcast, we could do like a little mini blog or where we post the photo of what we had. Oh God. And just say what it is real quick with the recipe, and then that's it. Yeah, and then just never mention it again. Yeah. 
don't like even the, don't, don't put it anywhere for anybody to see. We're just well, like, like you know you put it was. you put it somewhere. So I don't know where. Yeah, no, just sticky note somewhere. We're yeah. just like there it is. That's what we need. Uh, yeah, we do that next year. We can just kind of keep it rolling. Of like mm-hmm. these were our fifty two meals. Yeah, yeah. fifty two. Holy fuck! When you put it into perspective, you know what I mean, like. 52 meals. I mean, we had hot subs from places. We had yeah. cold subs from yeah. places. I in- introduced Matt to how to build the sub at Subway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we've pizza tried. from places. We've... We had the Alamo brisket pizza. That was really fucking good, too. Yeah. The, um. Oh, my God. There was... We did... What was that? We went to the diner that was... Went to the soda fountain. Yep, where I got the garbage plate. Yep, you got the garbage plate that you were almost dying of when we got back. Yeah, that was just a lot of food. Uh we've had we had pizza and wings for game awards we mm-hmm. did uh what was that we, that's we the had one texas, i got texas roadhouse we had core yep that's one i gotta do that i i cooked wings one time at my house and i was like oh i gotta do this for us sometime and then i, I didn't end up doing it which was just grilling wings because they turned out actually really good i debated doing ribs i feel ribs kind of scare me because i feel like it's a lot of work but i don't think it's that much work I, mean, I think I'm just afraid of ruining them because, like, right. ribs are so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and then you fucking ruin them, and it's like, oh, well, my problem with ribs is they're so good, but they're also sometimes where there's just not enough meat. Yeah, I'm like, cool. This was really delicious. That rack's gone. I need another rack. I didn't have another rack. Yeah. Shit. But yeah, definitely, definitely up there. I, I definitely think though that uh, that French toast BLT thing, man. Whew. Oh, I introduced you to snack wraps. The snack wraps. So the deal with the snack wraps is, I wouldn't say that they're like, you know, they're not going to blow anyone no, away. No, no, they're not. They're no way going to blow anybody away. But should, we well, put it this way: they should not blow anybody away. Yeah, they are so like they're just they're basically things you like frozen chicken tenders or whatever, and you know you just they throw it together. It's a meal you can throw together in like five minutes, and you get your veggies in there, you get the wrap, you get the chicken, and we've incorporated like it's a thing now. Yeah, like that's. You know, it's in, we generally have the ingredients around for like those nights where we don't want to do anything. And we're like, ah, fuck it. Snack wraps. Like, and it's the best because all you need technically, right. Is you get the smaller style shells, soft mm-hmm. shells. You get your type of frozen meat that can be, you can get grilled chicken. You want to do it that way. You can get fried chicken. You can get fried flavored chicken. So you get, you know, fried Buffalo, fried barbecue, whatever you want to do. Fuck, you could do chicken patties if you wanted to. You could if you really wanted to. They'd be stretching it because you want to cut them in half and then do it yeah. that way. But you could do frozen burgers the same way and then cut those in half and make like Angus wraps. Uh, get yourself a little bit of lettuce. Get yourself some shredded cheese. Oven, assemble. Done. You want to do just plain chicken? You want to make a ranch one? Drizzle some ranch on top. Boom. Look at that. Ranch snack wrap. I saved you some time. Ridiculously simple. Ridiculously easy. Ridiculously good. And cheap. Mm-hmm. We had the chicken sheet thing. I don't remember that one. We had uh, dice, or not dice, but halved chicken nuggets, cheese. The oh yeah, tomato that thing. was that was pretty good. The were the steak fries were this year ah, too, yes. right? Yep, steak fries were this mm-hmm. year. Steak Those fries were with good. The, uh, they were messy, sauce, but they, they were, were good. Definitely messy. And I had steak fries for a week after that. Yeah, yeah, because the, the, there were so many. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm, food. So many things. So little time. So much space on my body. 
Uh, the next question comes from Irma Gamer. Oh. <laughs> Irma, Irma Gamer. Irma Gamer. Irma Gamer wants to know, what are your thoughts on in-game purchases and when does it take the scales to pay to win versus just to have fun? So, uh, for English. That, that sounded like APL from one of the, <laughs> one of the pod- inboxes. Yeah. Uh, for English, what are your thoughts on in-game purchases and when does it tip the scales to pay to win versus just to have fun? I think we addressed our thoughts on in-game purchases already. Yeah. I'll add a couple of thoughts in there. Um, I've, I, I can think of one time I've done an in-game purchase and it was from World Warships. It was a free-to-play game and I bought one of their ships. Oh, man. Yes, um, you guys remember how long it's been since Matt has talked about World of Warships and watching... I guess the game's, like, fucked up now. And watching so. Baron Von whatever his name was. Baron Von Games? He doesn't even do anything, like, remotely <sighs> close to that stuff now. Um. So, yeah, that's the one time I did it. I, I thought it was definitely worth it, considering it was a free-to-play game, and the, it wasn't, like, a broken mechanic. So I didn't mind. Um, and there's one time... There's another thing that I've been thinking about recently considering um and i don't think they have a system in place for it but uh star wars galaxies legends would be a great place for i feel like them to offer like some sort of xp boost for money because you don't pay for the game these people are basically doing this for donations or whatever like that's how they're getting paid to maintain all this and, like, I want to play the game, but I honestly don't have the time to put into, like, leveling. So, right. I would I would be willing to be, hey, I will pay for an XP boost or something yeah, like get that. get me to the end game. Yeah. My favorite part of most games, get me to the end game. I don't care about the journey, except that WoW Classic, I needed the journey. It's, you know, healthy balance. balance between I generally, but I think we can agree, if you're paying for the game, like, especially if it's a full price game... I shouldn't be having to pay microtransactions if they are some sort of mechanic. Right. Cosmetics, the, don't give a fuck. They become pay to win when it actually changes gameplay. If it just changes how I look, I don't give a shit. The only time that that's become an issue is when certain things change how you look and also at the same time increase your hitbox. But by that definition, that increased or that changed gameplay. So that changed the thing. But listen, if somebody just wants to run around with a unicorn head on and half of a horse's body, do what they want. As long as it doesn't change the gameplay, I don't care. I'm not. I'm playing a video game. I'm not here about realism. Doesn't bother me that much. But yeah, it tips the scales when it changes gameplay. The uh, Shadow of War and Battlefront 2 are your two... Two of your most recent worst offenders. Mm. Uh, next one comes from Via 57 West or VIA 57 West. Not sure. Uh, they asked which Gamers 2 bonus episode was the best one of 2019. Uh, now, Dewey's been on bonus episodes as well. Yeah. Definitely not the salami one or the marshmallow one. Um, I think the marshmallow one was good. It was just that it was too much. Yeah, I mean that, and I just don't like marshmallows. So right. Yeah, that was my that my, was a personal thing. My probable nomination was the Oreo episode. Oreos was good. Was ice creams this year? Ice creams was this year. Ice, ice creams, creams was man. good. I, I forget. Ice creams was good. Um, 
Oh, we had Portillo's too. Yeah, Portillo's. That wasn't a bonus episode, but we did have Portillo's. Yeah, we did have Portillo's. Um, but yeah, there was the, another one. I can't think of what it was. The one with all the fucking like Asian stuff. Oh yes, our. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Asian one. I know. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, uh, some like, of it was Korean. Yeah, and I don't like know. there I don't was know like some all was though. It was like Japanese Korean that type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah that 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 Asian was a good one. Pretty good. That got your lemon cookies. Yep, which resulted in the lemon meringue candies. Yep, which did you have those? I have not tried them yet. You They're need still to try sitting them. on my counter. They are lemon meringue. Okay, I'll I'll do that. I, I had just, I first, every time I, had, I remember they're there, it's just not the right time. I had two of them, and then I said I'm not eating all of these right now, and I sealed the bag just so I could have two more the next day <laughs> because they were delicious. Oh, nice. Uh, but yeah, they had those lemon crackers in that one that were like the thinner than saltine with a little bit of lemon feeling like in between the two of them and they were two to a package sealed up that's where we got the the other cookies that were supposed to be like dunked in coffee or something or which ones i'm talking about yeah like the honey. That, yep yep which were good there were those the coffee. i had that bag of hard candy for 18 years the uh sizzle ones or whatever mm-hmm. we got the gummies same company i think Oh, yeah, and I mean, I'm a big fan of the ranking episode we did, too. Oh, the ranking episode yeah, the was tiered. pretty good. Yeah, the tiered one started fights. Yeah, there was good I, fights, but also good conversation. The fights, but good and conversation. And I will say that Taco Bell has definitely fallen down some ranks in my book. I appreciate that. I just wish Cracklin' Oprah raised in your book. I also do like that we ignored everybody and went two S tiers, Chris Picks and Cracklin' Oprah, and <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> everybody that we've had, I've had Sam snap me pictures of Cracklin' Oprah, I've had Courtney snap me them, I've had you heathen me, Todd's gotten in on the argument, everybody's gotten in on the joke of us being old men. Yeah, yeah. It started... I don't care, I love my Chris Picks, alright, you all can fuck off. <laughs> I love my Cracklin' Oprah, I need that fiber. So, it's, uh, that... That those th- my top four are probably the four we just mentioned: mm-hmm. the ranking episode, the Oreo episode, the ice cream episode, and the Asian episode. Yeah, in, I'd agree. In that rough somewhere, those are the top four. What order? Choose it yourself. But mm-hmm. those those were the top four. The Oreo one was fun for me because you didn't know it was coming. Yeah, I tended I tend to as long as I can for our bonus episodes keep Matt not in the loop. Because my cat's destroying something, that's all. Just curious. Anyway. Um, Your hopes and dreams. Oh, he's done that already. The uh, the bonus episodes are much more fun when he gets to come in blind. I've already opened the box, obviously, because I know what's in there and I'm bringing it up. But there was something about <laughs> opening the box of Oreos in front of him. And there being nine different flavors, maybe, of just Oreo. There was, there was a good amount uh, to the point where we had. I mean, we had buttered popcorn, and you know, getting getting those reactions mm-hmm. were always a good time. The Asian one was fun because we literally we don't we didn't know what we were even looking at. Yeah, because it's it was an entire like, what are these? Okay, let's just try things completely random. Uh, we had a jerky one, didn't we? 
I think so. I think there was a jerky one. Yeah, we had a jerky one. That one was that one was good. It's it falls into the I we <laughs> this is the part where Matt says he's gonna get forced to do things, but I enjoy us blind doing things. Like yeah. here's a box. Open it and enjoy it. And I'm there's like, really okay. there's really only two that stick out in my head that were like I don't want to say painful for me, but they were like like the episodes as a whole. Yeah, like, like just certain the thing things that, that we were eating. I was like, oh god, which was the marshmallows and then the fucking salami. The salami is a hundred percent my nope, <laughs> nope, not doing that. That was the only thing I think I tossed and uh, did not finish once you guys left. Yeah. I, th- I think out of the entire year, that was the only thing that immediately found its way to the garbage can because I couldn't eat any more of it. Yeah. The smell. Or, I, or, I whipped oh. it, or I whipped it outside into the deer. One of the two. But it was just like, it was so bad. Cheese was fine. Cheese was good. Yeah. But yeah, the, the ice cream one was really fun because he had literally no idea. I think the Oreo box you had saw downstairs before we came up. And I was like, this is our bonus episode. So, you know, eat light. And then the Asian box, we didn't know, like I said. But then the ice cream box, obviously, it was in the freezer the entire time. And I never told him. And then right before we recorded the bonus episode, I kind of went to thought for a little bit to try to give it a little bit of looseness. And then I walk upstairs. And I'm like, all right, this is what we're recording. Here's a spoon. And I cracked the box of six or eight ice cream pints, all different flavors, and pretty all delicious yeah they were all like custom yeah we had custom wording on them from our supplier (laughs) yeah our (laughs) diabetes supplier oh that's right we ended up with jerky because i complained on a podcast that we were going to end up with diabetes oh yeah so we needed less sugar so we ended up with salt and savory (laughs) (laughs) it was a fun time I, i do love those bonus episodes uh in moderation. Yeah. Yeah. We, we would probably be fine with six a year every other month killing ourselves. Uh, but the every month thing at a certain point was 100% going to run us into diabetes territory. For sure. Hence the 20 pound bags of gummies. But I won't complain about those because those were delicious. I haven't finished my other two yet still. Okay. Then- yeah. Before, before you ask me if I'm going to keel over at the end of this podcast or lose my left foot. No, I'm not. Uh, next one comes from Okay, Barrio. Classic gaming consoles versus new classic systems? What's better? Why? It's not I, really an end of the year question. <clears throat> I'm just saying. Mario. I don't think I don't necessarily think one's better than the other, because here's my deal. If someone has the original systems and they're still using them, I bet they go out and buy the new ones and store the old one away. I bet the same thing, except that the old ones, you have your larger variety of games because the new ones are only getting loaded with 30 or so games. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I like the I like the technology in the new ones, for the most part, being mm-hmm. HDMI and Bluetooth controllers yeah. and all that stuff. But I like the old ones, like I said, for their game, li- excuse me, for the game library as a whole, not the 30 that they came with. Yeah. I appreciate that they're making the new ones because uh, it kind of is like preserving the history. Yeah. Agreed. This one comes from Kratos. He says, boy. that's Nope, that's Arthur Morgan. That's 100% Arthur Morgan. I can't do what's his name from Stargate. Boy. Nope. Boy. Nope. 
What <laughs> is the best game franchise of the last decade? Oh, my and of God. all time, if you can quantify oh. the other one. For the sake of this question, I will recognize that the decade ends now. And to not be the complete crazy person at the end of next year says, welcome to the end of the decade, because everybody will freak out. So, I don't know. I don't know if that if anything's really changed from franchise of the last decade. Well, it's come out in the last decade. Mass Effect, Mass Effect, Call Uncharted, Duty, Uncharted, um, Halo, Halo, Gears of War, Crisis, Kill Zones, World of Warcraft. Got all your Nintendo stuff. Yeah, you have literally all your Nintendo stuff. Wii Sports Resort. <laughs> I mean, ah, fuck. I don't. I don't know. Like, I it would hard. It would be hard for me to pick one franchise because a lot of the like Uncharted, for example. Like, I I really like the Uncharted franchise, but you know that doesn't include The Last of Us or you know when. In my mind, it almost does. Like, I look at it as Naughty Dog. Like, Naughty Dog. Sure. Um, Doom. Yeah, Doom. But if we look at it in the idea of a franchise, I'll eliminate some and say franchise being more than a title. More than one title. It's got to have at least two. So it's not just best game of the decade. All right, best franchise of the last decade meaning two games in a franchise so last of us doesn't count because there's no last of us yeah. two yet uh, i'm trying to think of the what franchise has been the most influential i mean it'd probably be called duty if i had to guess i mean are we speak it to yourself not overall because technically <clears throat> me technically like me would probably be uncharted yeah technically like call of duty and nba gross and fifa gross way more than anything we're gonna say I'm trying to. I was thinking of like what franchise has changed gaming the most. Mm, okay. Um, but if I Destiny, had pick, Destiny, if I had to pick one for me, like personally, I would have to say like it would be like it would probably be Uncharted, Halo, Mass Effect. I'd probably say Halo, Call of Duty, but my my 100 percent winner is World of Warcraft. Because that really took off right before this decade. And then I never stopped during this entire decade. So. Yeah, for sure. Do you, Can you pick one for all time? Oh. I'd be torn between Halo and WoW. Because I had a lot of time with Halo 2, Halo 3, Halo Reach, Halo ODST. That was going to be mine was probably to be Halo. Yeah, I had a lot of time with that. But then I also, that incorporates all my Wrath of the Lich King time in WoW. So, you know, it, they're they're pretty close. Mm-hmm. I, it would probably end up being WoW for me in terms of... If you had to pick one In terms of, like, factor to me. But If you had to pick a franchise that's influenced gaming the most... franchise um i would say probably call of duty call of duty is probably the right answer but you could argue wow as well though 
Yeah, but WoW didn't. I mean, WoW changed the MMO scene specifically, but it didn't change. Yeah, I mean, I feel outside like outside gaming, like Destiny, would have done more to influence a broader variety of games. But in my mind, like things like Destiny wouldn't exist without, without WoW. Yeah. Yeah, it is probably WoW or Call of Duty. I mean, Halo changed a lot too. Yeah, I just think that because Halo got you. I mean, Call of Duty exists. I'd say I would say because of Halo, but but it's, it existed before Halo. Modern Call of Duty, I guess. But yeah, I mean, Call of Duty Four was the same. You know, Halo Three, Call of Duty Four. The but, issue with that, my I say Call of Duty be just because that's more mainstream. Like, yeah, and. It was on everything, and it, you know, its shooting was always pure, you know, all that stuff. I'm just trying to think of it really. Probably be a Nintendo comic franchise, actually. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're probably not too far off. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> of Of all time gets a little weird. Because I think we, I think for that question, we'd have to really sit down for a let's bust out yeah, franchise. That would be like a, we start. could do a podcast on that alone. Oh, like a hundred percent. This comes from totally not evil. Which is the best tweet of 2019 from the Gamers Two Twitter account, Matt? Good luck. <laughs> I don't do Twitter. I don't do social media in general. So, uh, my favorite. Hold on, I I'm not going to have an actual answer. Even though I'm pulling out my phone and going to the account right now, I'm not going to have an actual answer. I'm going to cop out 100%. I just need to get there really quick. Um, let's see. I'm going to pick... I'm... I'm... Mm. I'm a fan of when our Twitter account does quotes from us <laughs> just that's my favorite one because uh, I think she technically paraphrases them <laughs> I don't know that they're direct okay. sometimes maybe they are but I like like we said we have amnesia so I don't remember exactly saying them or hearing you say them to me uh, I bought the RAM I tested the RAM it did not pass the test and I had to return it one of the quotes Nice. I have a new. Speaking of which, I have a new set of RAM that's still waiting to be tested. Oh yeah, my favorite quotes. You know, the YouTube channel is called Phil's Polls. Phil Hughes is what I is what I wanted to do as a kid. I want to go play for the Yankees, and then I want to hang around opening baseball cards and Pokemon cards. I looked at your Pokemon cards today too when I came in to buy stuff. They did not have the packs that I know that I knew there was certain value in. Ah, uh, but apparently those packs are super hard to find anyway. Uh, can I get? Can I go way farther back? November sixteen. Nope. I'm gonna keep going. Hold on. I'm gonna find one. I'm gonna find a good one. Ooh, here we go. This is from October twenty seventh. I called them. If you were charged, you got the tickets. Said the service rep from site selling the tickets. I don't believe you. Said Matt. I am putting myself on record saying, I do not believe them. Matt, <laughs> where did she find a picture of the Uncharted four pen? She found it. <laughs> that's that's impressive. Uh, whatever the four horsemen of Google are. And I like where this is going. 
it's a decent Twitter account to follow, and it keeps you up to date with everything we do. Somehow. And I don't need the notifications for Gamers 2 turned on, so I'm going to switch back over to my personal account, so that way I don't learn that Matt just followed the Gamers 2 account. (laughs) (laughs) Shows you how much I'm on Twitter. (laughs) Uh, I ditched Facebook and went there, so. Yeah. It's much, much better. I have the accounts. I just don't ever go to them. They're just like, mm, dormant. That's, I mean, that's probably even better. Uh, this one comes from Promotion in Motion Incorporated. What was the best gummy of 2019? Whatever that first I one. I believe we agree it's the Gummy Factory yes. gummies. Yeah. Uh, I believe that was the name of them. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, they had sour ones. They had the original it Sounds ones. right. It comes. They were in a white bag. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you have a bag at your house. Or no, you ate the bag here. I, yeah, I ate the... I was like, what? <laughs> I have a bag at my house? Where? <laughs> How did they survive? <laughs> that was. I was like, what? Uh, this one comes from Edward Snorlax. How much loot can a looter get if a looter get pops a bunch of loot? Sorry, I screwed that up. How much loot can a loot getter get? <clears throat> How much loot can a loot getter loot if a loot getter pops a bunch of loot? And how should that loot be distributed evenly among the party? Uh, to answer, it's a lot, and it just gets all given to me. There you go. Uh, so many games. Now, best individual video game of the decade, and then we'll wrap on our game of the year. Of the decade? What are we? 20, what are we? 2010 to? 2019. Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I don't even know where the, what came out. When? Oh, Jesus. Best game of the decade. I mean, that, you know, it's a lot of things. Somebody just sent me a Kelly Kapowski gif. We're both like looking for games that came out <laughs> this year or this past decade. Uh, do 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 do. do. Oh, Minecraft was just like, oh yeah. I, I mean, guess that would make sense. Minecraft was out. Does it make sense? Wasn't it out before this decade? This list sucks. Whatever list I'm looking at sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what did you What did you look up? I just looked up games like of the decade. Ah, oh, all right. Fair enough. I'm going to find a real quick list. Uh, 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 and then we got to move on because I want to get to our game of the year talk. Oh, fuck. I didn't even realize that was a thing. Well, it's not going to be a whole talk. I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to figure it out pretty quick. All right, Polygon. Don't fail me. Number 10, Fortnite. Number 9, Witcher 3. I gave up. Eight Dark Souls, seven PT. Oh boy, you're really reaching. Six League of Legends, five Pokemon Go. Four, Pokemon Go. Four Kentucky Route Zero, three Spelunky, two Legend of Zelda, and number one Minecraft. All right, so they count it. I don't have one. I would have to. I would have to do more research. To give you I, a, I would have to do answer. more research because I have a lot of honorable mentions that I don't know if one becomes. Witcher three, I loved. Fallout 4 I loved. Yeah. Uh Minecraft. It'd be one of those where there. we'd have to choose like which one. We'd have to start tiering games. Yeah. 
Maybe that's what we should do. We should do tier games of the of, of the decade, the decade of the ten of the, mm-hmm. the tens. I mean, the stipulation would be that we've had to play it, and then the list would be manageable. I think. Yeah, because I would be the well. The list here's the thing: the list would be manageable, <laughs> except that <laughs> it would just be you going. All right, so where do you think that one fits? And then me having to organize my own list. Uh, yeah, but I, I there's a, definitely a lot of games that stand out. I mean, Legend of Zelda, obviously, and you know stuff like that. Minecraft, 100, percent especially when you start modding and what Minecraft gets insane. So that's always up there. But that's the decade. I want to end this episode discussing our game of the year 2019. What is your game of the year 2019, Matt? Do you have one answer? <clears throat> Just like boom, there it is. Stipulations? You had to have played it. I don't I wouldn't give any of the games I've played game of the year. One of them's got to be game of the year. Out of all the games I I've played 13 games this year. Wait, oh god, don't look at my list. I don't want to know. And uh, yours is like 50 or something. 31. Yeah, it'll probably be more when I really update it. <laughs> I've played over twice as many games as I mean, that makes sense. It makes sense right, for the, yeah. the jokes of this podcast and also for the fact that a lot of those games are just carryovers from last year that I was mm-hmm. playing in the beginning of this year. A lot of mine are carryovers. Too. Well, nah, nah, I don't know. Not That's, really. I was trying to justify my list. Don't shorten yours while I'm shortening mine because <laughs> then it doesn't, it doesn't help fix the scales in my favor. I wanted to give it to Outer Worlds, but I haven't played it yet, so I can't. I mean, on my list, that's the only game that's really that's really game of the year material. Right. Hmm. Star I think... Wars comes up for me, not having playing. Star Wars comes up. Yeah, for sure. But and I really enjoyed Borderlands. But I think my game of the year, because we do our game of the year from January 1st, 2019 to December 31st, 2019, none of this weird hangover shit, has to be Shenmue 3. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) And on that bombshell. Yeah. 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 It was a fabrication. (laughs) Uh, It's probably Pokemon Sword. I've I spent I've spent a lot of time with it. I really didn't have any problems with it compared to the community at large. I never got frustrated at it like I did Star Wars. I didn't get disappointed at it. I got annoyed sure sure at certain times like story writing because it was just a lot of remakes of of previous ones. And Borderlands did a lot for me too. And Borderlands is right there. It's probably like the close second. Apex is up there, just in terms of how good and consistent it was. Football Manager, obviously, I play a lot of it, but it's not into my game of the year categories. Um, so yeah, it's it's gonna fall to I'm I would give it to Pokemon Sword, or Pokemon Sword and Shield, I guess, mm-hmm. to to really encompass the two titles that were played and released at the same time. But I didn't play Shield; I only played Sword. So cool. That's fair. That's my answer. Matt abstains. Except for Outer Worlds, I guess. Yeah, I guess I reluctantly I have to give it the Outer Worlds. <laughs> I like the idea that you get to read the envelope and you're just like, none of this shit. <laughs> you know what? Nobody wins this year. You're all not good enough. Just nobody wins. I'm going to take this <clears throat> back with me. 
Yeah, but when, how? When, somebody, when one of you wants to present something <laughs> worthy of me giving you this trophy, call me. It would be great though if they did shit like that. Where it's like, this is a terrible year. We're not. Uh, we're not giving it out. It would be hysterical. Or even if they gave it out, but they're like, we would like to acknowledge this was a really weak year. <laughs> so this one gets the asterisk in the record book. Weak year, <laughs> no competition. <laughs> no, I mean, there's but there's two things, games. There's, there's things where it comes out where we would have a different discussion potentially. I don't remember if you played Hellblade this year or last year. I think you played it last year because I think it was in your yeah, game of year discussion. Year. Your game of year discussion last year. Uh, but stuff like that, or where if we had played Control, maybe it would be up there. Uh, if I had played Outer Wilds, it might have superseded everything, and I put it up there. There's three games. Or Outer that, World, sorry, not Wild. There's three games I would have liked to have played. That would have been, which were all nominated in all of everyone's game of the years, which would be Control, um, Control, Death Stranding, and Sekiro. Death Stranding, the amount of time I've spent with it, I don't think I would nominate it for game of the year. I would nominate it for like art direction and shit, but not game of the year, probably. Uh, Luigi's Mansion actually probably could have snuck in there as a game of the year for me, uh, but I, I don't have enough time with it right now, and... Control I'm intrigued by, and I would have liked to watch somebody play Sekiro. Now, yes, I could do that on, on YouTube, and I might at some point if somebody I that I like had a playthrough of it. Mm-hmm. But that's one where I like I enjoy watching good people at those games. It also frustrates me to no end to watch good people play those games because they're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, you just dash here, and then you're like, sidestep, sidestep, dash, sidestep, sidestep, stab, and it's dead. And I'm like, it dead. No, that's not that easy. I refuse to believe it's that easy, and then obviously yeah. it is. So, but yeah, Pokemon Sword and Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. For sure, those are your 2019 Gamers Two Games of the Years, uh, and a bunch of other questions we got to ask, answer this week. It was a fun time. Yeah, it's a good sure. end of the year. Remember when we said this was going to be a short episode? Take a guess. Two hours, roughly an hour forty at the moment. Nice. All right, I'm going to go home and go to bed. Yeah, I'm going to end this podcast and uh, play some more games. So see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Actually, see you guys next year. Haha, <laughs> get that? Because that's the joke everybody does when the next time they're going to hear us is in the next year. Like, see you next year. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.